You're listening to the Way of TBL's official podcast, Truth Talks with Sam and Alex. Join us as we explore all things truth, beauty, and love. Welcome back to another episode. We thank you all for tuning in today. And today's topic of conversation will be understanding your approach to personal development. Yeah, because we can either approach personal development from a place of empowerment and wanting to elevate the life that you are currently living, or we could approach personal development from a place of disempowerment and using it as an escape mechanism. Yeah, and it really can be self-sabotage when we approach personal development as a means to escape the life that we're living, the challenging circumstances that we are fronted with. And there are so many books, there are so many avenues for us to pursue personal development through that it can almost be an experience of paralysis by analysis. And we're taking Mm -hmm. in all of this information all at the same time. And it really just holds us back as opposed to moving us forward. You know, we can read book after book. We can be taught by mentor after mentor. But if it's too much information for us to process and really grasp the essence of in order to integrate it, then we're not really making any progress. Exactly. And at the same time, if you are approaching it to escape, you're not really seeking to do those deeper levels of healing to actually heal and transcend what it is that you were experiencing. So it really, you know, and and that, that line could be very blurred if you are not completely intentional with what you're doing. You may not even be aware that you are trying to escape and you're thinking, well, I'm just trying to better myself and, you know, so that I can live happier, I can do more. But a lot of the times we can trick ourselves into thinking that. And instead of really integrating and embodying what it is that you are learning, the essence of these things, you heavily rely on the practices and the doing of specific things. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's it. It really comes down to what our intention for personal development is. Are we using personal development to assuage our ego to please ourselves or satisfy ourselves in the present moment alone? Are we doing it just to get ahead with regards to our careers, our professions, to make a little more money? Are we doing it for very superficial reasons? You know, because frankly, most people pursue personal development just to get by just to survive a little bit better, just to meet their ego's momentary needs. And all of that is important. All of that is absolutely important. However, if it doesn't go any deeper than that, we're we're not really becoming more conscious people. We're just meeting our instant gratification needs and nothing more. Yeah, absolutely. I know for me, before I really dove into personal development, it definitely began with my 
weight loss transformation that I began back in 2018. And at that point in time, I didn't really approach it in a way to heal and educate myself. I just really wanted to lose the weight. That was the main focus for me. I want to lose the weight. I want to look better. I want the attention. You know what I mean? And although I got results pretty quick, they were not long lasting. And I've seen that over the last year and a half now that I've had other things that I've been working on and working through and my fitness was not one of my top priorities. And because I hadn't integrated the knowledge and the awareness, or I hadn't even done really any of the healing associated with that weight gain, I so easily gained it back again. And going mm. on that journey, on that journey definitely put me into wanting to further develop myself. And I know that that's when I came across spirituality, right? And I remember thinking to myself, wow, if I don't know my spirit, how do I even really know myself? <laughs> and it kind of clicked for me in that moment that, you know, although I had lost heaps of weight and I was feeling a lot more confident in myself, I still didn't really know myself. And that's what really truly got me onto my personal development journey. And that's been ongoing since 2020 now. Um, and mm. it's just been so interesting to see within myself all the things that I've been learning and integrating. And now three years later, I'm actually going back into that weight loss journey. But this time I have a completely different approach to it though. You know, I'm not looking to drop the weight quickly. And I know this time actually, it's not that I'm wanting to lose weight, it's that I'm wanting to lose fat, right? And I'm wanting to heal everything within me that has me going back to old patterns of doing things and really integrating the knowledge of this time and embodying it. Because once you are able to embody what it is that you have learnt, there is nothing that is going to come that is going to have you unlearn that, right? Once you've exactly. learnt something, you just, you know it. And you move forward with this confidence and conviction that you can't get through just trying to get these quick fixes. That's it we're no longer yeah. interested in quick fixes and we're pursuing personal development in a way that really goes the distance and allows for us to see the results that we're looking for when it comes to improving ourselves and living more consciously. And yeah, all of this serves as a prelude to the article that we've written on this subject and it's titled Understanding your approach to personal development with the subheading, how to empower yourself to flourish and fulfill your potential. And that's really the difference that's made when we approach personal development with intention. We are able to really fulfill and actualize the potential that we have. We're not just staying in the same place. We don't find ourselves stuck because we are experiencing analysis paralysis, we're moving forward. And we address mental health here as well, because 
when we are caught in a cycle of learning, receiving information, and bombarding our mind with more and more of it, we can have bouts of anxiety. We fail to really see and understand why we're not moving forward, why we are not experiencing the results that we're truly looking for. And that can stress us out. It can even lead to depression over time because we're learning so much and integrating so very little of what we're learning through our direct experience. And the instant gratification that comes from pursuing development in this way is not truly satisfying us. It becomes more than just earning a few more dollars or getting a little more sex or pleasing others to some extent. We are going deeper. We're really learning how to love ourselves more in each of these aspects. It's not just about making more money. It's about how can I do so in a way that fulfills me? How can I be more creative with regards to my passions? How can I take this personal development journey even deeper? And that's what our article dives into. And it reads, personal growth is a fundamental aspect of our development as individuals that value conscious living. It prompts us to reflect on the subconscious intention behind our approach to everything we say and do, and inspires us to periodically ask ourselves questions such as, am I pursuing personal development and spiritual growth as an escape from my current reality? Or do I seek to enhance my reality and manifest the desires of my heart and soul through maturing as a person? Hmm. Mm-hmm. This is key. We come to understand that personal growth is all about maturity. Are we becoming more mature in the process of personally developing ourselves? Yeah. That's core to our journey. Yeah, it is. Ultimately, yeah. personal development is to mature as an individual. And the more you mature, the more self-aware you become, the more conscious you become as a result of that maturity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Maturity is key. And maturity is what allows for us to, as opposed to killing our ego or shedding layers of it, we are transcending the ego's limitations. We're transcending the ego's limiting beliefs and perspectives in order to become more of who we truly are at our best. And all of that happens through the process of maturity. And the article continues to read, regardless of the initial reason that propelled us into our personal growth journeys, we made a conscious decision at a pivotal moment in our lives to embark on a journey of positive change. However, what you may not have fully realized is that as you grow, life also responds to you in new and unexpected ways. In this article, we will explore the connection between personal growth, the law of attraction, 
and how they shape the quality of your experiences and opportunities in life. And the following subheading reads, Understanding the Law of Attraction. The Law of Attraction operates on the principle of like attracts like. As you integrate the wisdom gained through personal growth, your vibrational frequency shifts, resulting in a corresponding change in the energy you emit. This energy then magnetizes the situations, circumstances, and opportunities that align with your personal growth journey. Naturally, then, the subconscious intention behind personal growth is crucial. When we choose to grow from a space of truth, beauty, and love, we equip ourselves with the necessary tools and wisdom to navigate through life with confidence. It allows us to view challenges as opportunities for growth and recognize that everything happens for us, not to us. And this is how we escape the victim mentality. This is how we transcend the victim mentality. And we start having a mentality of empowerment. We start becoming more aware of the ways we are sabotaging ourselves and holding ourselves back. We start becoming more aware of the attachments that we may have when it comes to the way we are learning about ourselves. I know a lot of people who are in the spiritual community, use their practices, their methodologies, their school of thought, be it astrology or Buddhism or Christianity or whatever their religious preference may be. They use their beliefs as crutches and they identify with their belief systems so much that they feel they have nothing without them. Yeah. It's just like when people feel personally attacked when you start questioning that belief system. And yeah, you're not intentionally trying to have them feel some kind of way. I know that's how it is with us personally. We like to inquire into why people believe a certain way and help them to reflect further on the way that they think and behave based upon their beliefs, right? Yeah. And a lot of those times, though, people will just feel so personally attacked. And you will see this in religion as well. If, if anything is said against a religious person's religion, they feel personally attacked by those comments. And that's why it's so important to not be so attached to belief systems. We can have uh, understanding of things and be able to observe things, but when you attach yourself so heavily to a belief system, then it is so hard to see everything outside of that. And yeah. yeah, again, it's because your ego that. and your identity are, again, so attached to it. You feel mm -hmm. like you are that perspective <laughs> when exactly. you get to the core of spirituality. You understand that 
he, you, you are just one expression of everything else and everything else is interconnected with you. And so every perspective adds to your understanding of reality. And that is what you associate yourself with more. You become associated with the concept of absolute infinity, yeah. which is everything is you and you are everything. We are interconnected with everyone and everything else, including their perspectives and opinions. And you start to see the value in every perspective. Yeah. And as we always mention, swapping out that fear mindset for one of growth is so very important because then you let go of those attachments and you no longer feel personally attacked when somebody questions something that you may believe in and you can actually use it as a tool to self-inquire to look into why it is that I have these beliefs. Maybe what they're saying has merit. Maybe I can explore. It doesn't mean that they're right, right? The things that people point out to you may not always be correct, but it gives you an opportunity to reflect and understand even more why it is that you may think and feel a certain way. Exactly. And yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, as we say in that section, it's seeing more and more opportunities around you to further grow as opposed to just like closing yourself off, which is what so many people do. So many people close themselves off from digging deep and understanding these things. Yeah. And when this happens for you, you will start to see that as opposed to having rigid static beliefs, you have fluid observations. That's the one thing that we can say is incredibly accurate. We observe something to be true. We have observations as opposed to beliefs. And there's the concept of the observer in spirituality and metaphysics. You are observing everything beyond just your physical self. This observer is able to witness everything as it's happening mm -hmm. dispassionately, indifferently. And that's living from that place allows for you to learn so much. You come to observe something is true for you. And those observations are constantly in a process of evolution. When you observe that something is incomplete in terms of its understanding, you seek to add to it to make it more complete. It's beyond right and wrong. It's about how can this understanding be more complete? How can it be more true? How can our perception be clearer? And we do that through observing, through our observation of things. Now, I, I let go of saying that I believe in this or that way, or this is my belief. And mm -hmm. I catch myself saying, it's been my observation in my experience that this is that way, or this is that way. And that's much, that's much more honest, because all we have is our observation. 
all we have is our perspective and we're not attached to it, we can easily be very fluid with regards to our observations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How can our perception begin... be even clearer? Yeah. <laughs> you even begin observing yourself <laughs> and the exactly. way you go about things yourself and you it's not that you question everything but you inquire into the way you go about things yourself even yeah without needing somebody else to point something out to you and and that's just been one of the most incredible things that we have come to see for ourselves and being able to observe ourselves and the way we may react to certain things or respond to certain things, a way that we may be a little bit triggered and we observe that within ourselves straight away. And that's such an incredible thing to be able to do and to be, because when you begin observing your own patterns, you can start moving past them or healing certain things so much faster. Oh yeah. It's extremely powerful. Yeah. That's literally what awareness is. It's pure Mm -hmm. observation. And when we become more self-aware, we are observing more indifferently Mm -hmm. and you will leapfrog, (laughs) you will leapfrog past so many traps in your ego when you allow for yourself to simply observe more with fresh eyes. And to add to your previous comment, it's not that we don't question everything because we do, but we don't do so from a place of cynicism. We're not cynical. We have healthy skepticism about everything, even Mm -hmm. ourselves. Yes. Yeah. And that just allows us for us to grow and heal leaps and bounds on our journey. And the article, for example, let's say you have been practicing gratitude as part of your personal growth journey by consistently acknowledging and appreciating the positive aspects of your life you cultivate a growth mindset as a result you start attracting more moments of gratitude such as meaningful connections with others unexpected acts of kindness or opportunities that align with your values and aspirations and the next subheading reads escaping versus embracing reality If your intention for personal growth stems from a subconscious desire to escape your current reality, it is important to realize that this stems from a place of fear, avoidance, and despair. And this is, this is a core element that has us sabotaging ourselves on our path of personal development, isn't it, Samantha? Yeah, definitely. What are we afraid of? That's really what keeps us tied to the perspectives that we have and the opinions that we have about life. It's really because we're afraid of something within ourselves that keeps us from really seeing things for what they are and seeing the opportunities that are right in front of us. Absolutely. And it continues to read while some growth may occur, it merely acts as a temporary bandage rather than true healing. Eventually 
the dissatisfaction you experience in your life is likely to resurface in one way or another. Pursuing personal development does not guarantee a life free from struggle, challenge, or dilemmas. And before I continue reading, yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah. really it. You know, we, we don't want an easy life. We want a fulfilling life. And we want to have the strength to be able to be grounded and present when we face challenges. Yeah. As opposed to running from problems, we face them head on mm -hmm. with courage and confidence. Yeah. Because there's no such thing as never facing another challenge or struggle in your life. That's really unrealistic thinking. We want to be able to, like you said, be grounded, be able to, again, see challenges as opportunities for growth, right? When we can see challenges in that way, if anything, you are happy to experience that challenge because you know what that means. You know that by, by having challenges come to me, by facing these challenges, I am going to further grow within myself in one way or another, depending on what the challenge is. But that is how we, we do build that inner strength. And we continue to cultivate that trust within ourselves. The trust, the confidence, the, the self-esteem, all of that comes from being able to approach things in a way that is truthful to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's more than just tricking yourself into thinking that making more money will make you happier, that having more sex will make you happier. It's approaching these things from a much deeper place. You can't fear that if you stop learning from this self-help guru or th this pickup industry or your, your mentor that you won't ever be able to experience the love that you're really looking for. No, that's a fear that you have. It is a fundamental lack of trust, like Samantha just mentioned, that is holding you mm -hmm. back from experiencing the journey of true love and genuine romance for yourself, really defining what your values are when it comes to interacting and engaging with the opposite sex. That's really what you ultimately fear taking a good look at because you're shining a light on yourself. You're looking at yourself in the mirror a bit more closely. Your mentor will only tell you things that you want to hear because most mentors cater to your ego in that sense, Yeah. in the personal development and even pickup industry. Again, that's an aspect of self-help, which is communicating better with the opposite sex for men and women alike. You have to be able to be sincere and intellectually honest enough with yourself to take a good look 
at what your values are and how you're living up to them in order to experience the love that you're looking for, which mm -hmm. ultimately lies within yourself. And that's what you have to find. No one can give that to you. And yet, at the same time, no one can take that away from you. And that's where the true value of personal development is found. It's in also taking accountability for yourself. <laughs> yeah. And not being so heavily reliant on these leaders. You know, you can take guidance. Or any external authority. Yeah. Yeah. We look at them to take guidance. But when you so heavily rely on their influence and the things that they have to say, you are just giving them authority and you are not taking accountability for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. How can they solve my problems? How can this book or this school or this course solve my problems? Mm -hmm. When it's ultimately you that needs to solve your problems. Yeah. And that journey is unique to everyone. We help each other by providing clarity, support, encouragement mm -hmm. on the journey, but ultimately it's a journey that is all our own. Oh yeah. And that allows for us to be supremely empowered. We become truly sovereign when we realize that. Mm -hmm. And we stop passing yeah. the buck, so to speak, to someone else. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter how much money you pay for a course. You could pay $5 or you could go into a $3,000 course unless you yourself are really truly willing to do that internal work. It isn't going to do anything for you. It how might bad do you little want glimpses of things, yeah. right? Yeah. How much do you want it? You want how much do you really want to yeah. transform your life? And no one can do that for you. No amount of sweet talking in your ear will do that for you. And that's the bullet that you've got to bite and swallow. And as bittersweet as it may taste, it's the most worthwhile experience that you can have on your personal development journey. And that's the core of it is understanding yeah. that aspect of it right there. And the article continues to read, unrealistic expectations of such a life can lead to disappointment and lack of personal accountability. <laughs> exactly. Instead, personal growth equips us to handle adversity with the right tools, courage, strength, and conviction. It empowers us to seek the best possible outcomes for ourselves and those around us when faced with difficult situations. For instance, imagine you've been struggling with self-doubt and negative self-talk. Through personal growth, you develop self-awareness and recognize that these thoughts stem from deep-seated, limiting beliefs. Instead of escaping from reality, you embrace it and commit to working on your self-esteem. With time, self-compassion, and self-affirmation practices, you start to transform your inner dialogue, replacing self-doubt with self-belief. As a result, you navigate challenges with increased optimism and resilience, pursuing your goals with unwavering determination. 
And this is the key to self-motivation. All motivation is self-derived. To be honest, a lot of people go to seminars and motivational talks to hear more of what they want to hear. <laughs> yeah. Hyping and hyping themselves up without actually learning much of anything. And so they stay well, stuck. What gets them there? <laughs> exactly. Well, what gets them there in the first place, right? Yeah, what gets them there in the first place? It's that motivation to become better. But if it stops at just wanting to feel good, again, yeah. because true working on yourself, true personal development will not always feel good. And <laughs> so when you're approaching personal development as a way to feel good about yourself, again, that's where the traps of our ego come into play. When it comes to get, getting more women or getting more attention from men, you know, if we're developing ourselves only to get validation and more attention from other people, then we're just approaching personal development to feel better about ourselves in the moment, full stop. Mm -hmm. It doesn't go any further than that. And that's why there's yeah. this void. There's this hole within us that we constantly feel throughout the day. And it constantly needs to be poured into. And things like seminars or group coaching or, uh, you know, uh, just, just different group. We have a lot of people that, that do these, uh, what do you call them? Like these circles, right? Those group circles, drum circles. whether it should be like <laughs> yeah. drum circles or yeah, whatever oh, it man, is, right? Huge. There's a lot of different. Again, a lot of that is, you know, personal spiritualist yeah. community stuff, but yeah. Yeah. But what it does is it gives you that instant gratification for the moment, but how long does it last? Right? Exactly. Do people get together every week, maybe for these drum circles or twice a week? Because those effects last. I can't remember. I saw a study once. I think it says like two to three days or something before something like that is necessary again to keep that person feeling that way, right? Feeling motivated, feeling encouraged. The thing is, personal development does not really have an end destination. It's yeah. ultimately something that you will continue to do for the rest of your life. <laughs> this is a difference. It is definitely a journey. There is no destination with per. There, there are goals that you may have in place, right? And you can maybe typically look at those as destinations, but then there are layers. You know, you get to layer one and then you keep going down to deeper and deeper layers. And that's how you ultimately get onto the path to self-actualization is through continuing to pursue personal development. And that's the thing. Yeah. When you are able to self-motivate yourself and you understand that, you know that you were definitely not in a rush. There is no rush to get anywhere. And you embrace it and enjoy the journey and that exactly. is how you truly integrate isn't it yeah and yeah. the drum circle example we brought up is a classic textbook example 
of how a lot of people see personal development as a drug mm. okay. to boost their dopamine levels as opposed to a journey of integrating wisdom and self-awareness. We met a character. <laughs> he, he was quite the character. He uh, held these drum circles regularly. And it's the core of his business is to host these drum circles. And when you're incorporating your spiritual practice with your financial gain, that can be a huge ego trap for you. If that is your livelihood, you are going to be very attached to your modality or your perspective on spirituality. And you're going to want to impose that on others because that's how your business is going to thrive, right? And he would tell us, oh, you know, at these drum circles, you know, everybody's dancing and everybody's hugging each other and loving on each other. And, you know, it's, it's a spiritual experience. And again, he was also talking about how <laughs> yeah. men and women trying to come into their sexual power and how these men were doing this masculine kind of like dance or whatever and just being loud and roaring and, <laughs> and how there were a lot of women that some were very much kept to themselves, didn't really know, I guess, how to respond in a situation like that. And then how other women felt very liberated and were dancing centrally. And the whole time he's explaining all of this, I'm like, dude, that's <laughs> sounds like the energy of an orgy. I'm sorry, but that is exactly what the essence of that energy is. If you want true sexual orgy. healing, yeah, yeah, it isn't going to happen through men beating on a drum and roaring like lions and women just dance, dancing centrally with a group of people. I mean, that just sounds like a club, you know, <laughs> it <laughs> to does, be honest, exactly. like there's no difference between these drum circles and a nightclub, yeah. frankly, you know, like exactly. a Selena concert is a spiritual experience. A very yeah. white or Prince concert would have been spiritual experiences. Yeah. And it's great, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, they're great for the moment. They serve as a tuning mm -hmm. fork, even for tapping into mm -hmm. our spirit. But if we don't, if we don't take the essence of what these experiences show us mm -hmm. into our everyday lives, there's only so much value from going to these concerts. Exactly. They introduce to you how you should be feeling every moment of your life when you live right. truthfully, you know, the, the roaring like lions and beating on drums, all of that just sounds like suppression, finding mm -hmm. an escape from living a bullshit lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. From b being a people pleasing person in a, a world full of inauthenticity. That's what that sounds like to me. You're not, you're not really yeah. <laughs> learning anything new from these drone circles. You're not really integrating anything new to become wiser, to become more grounded, to become more present when moving through the world. You're, you're not really empowering yourself. These events are like dopamine inducing drugs. And so that's why you need more and more drum circles. You need more and more events to go to like this, to fill yourself.
-hmm. You're not taking anything from those experiences with you into the world to inspire other people around you. You're not truly learning anything. On getting your next hit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, or going to the next concert. Mm -hmm. You know, when's the next Sade concert? When's when's the next Beyonce concert? You know, there's there's absolutely no difference between (laughs) all of these events and these kind of spiritualist drum circles. They provide only so much value. They provide a peek into how you're supposed to feel every moment of the day. And you can embody more of that feeling when you you take real accountability for yourself and how you deal with your everyday life, with your situation, your circumstances. That's the difference between viewing personal development as an escape mechanism and viewing it as a real source of sovereignty, empowerment, Mm -hmm. and groundedness as an individual. That's ultimately what we want because that's what's going to really deliver us the results we're looking for in our life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's not to say that these drum circles don't serve a purpose. Absolutely. That's for any meditative or spiritual practice. You know, they all have value. Mm -hmm. They're meant to be seen as an experience, however, right? Rather than this ongoing practice that. Yeah. That you stay stuck in until you're 50, 60, still doing drum circles and you don't have a truly fulfilling love life and you're not Mm -hmm. really abundant you know, in every aspect of your life at 50, 60, and you're still stuck doing these drum circle events. Like, again, (laughs) they are known by their fruits. By their Mm -hmm. fruits, you will know them, as Christ says in the Bible. Yeah. What what are the results at the end of the day? Yeah. That's the real value (laughs) of a mentor or a teacher. Mm -hmm. What are their results in their personal life? when you take as simple yeah, as that <laughs> exactly it really comes yeah. down to that you know what are their practices their way of life really doing for them mm-hmm. how long have they been doing the work the way that they've been doing it and what kind of results have they really derived from it other than making themselves feel good and making other people feel good you know because yeah. there's and, much more to life than that absolutely and are they coming from this is this is I, I love that this point come up that came up in my mind because this is something I've wanted to share for a little while now I love it are they coming from a space of truly being integrated with this knowledge and having embodied it or are they projecting what they actually need <laughs> yeah right? that's huge and the way we can Very yeah, the way point, we can Samantha. tell the difference Yeah, thank you. (laughs) The way we can tell the difference is when somebody is projecting, it is about them. It will come from a first person point of view. Again, it's different when you're giving an experience, like, uh, yeah, an experience, uh, an example of something. But when you are teaching and you are teaching from that first person view of I, that is projection because somebody who has truly integrated and embodied the knowledge has come full circle 
with that knowledge and will speak to you from a third person perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big difference. And you can see that. And then again, if you inquire into their results, you will see that to be true. Typically, a lot of the times people that are trying to teach on sexual empowerment and, you know, (laughs) sexual growth actually lack in their sexual life. There, There is still a lot of healing that needs to be done in their own personal life. And yeah. I, yeah, I've seen And so their teaching only goes so far. Different... Yeah, exactly. They're not really able to get the message across that they want because they mm-hmm. haven't integrated the wisdom for themselves. Yeah. So that's why, you know, you really want to take accountability for your own personal development. You can have a mentor, but you don't want to be so heavenly reliant on that mentor that you can't do things without them. you know exactly do the courses read the books but take accountability for yourself exactly actually (laughs) yeah that's it it's extremely simple Mm -hmm. yeah it's not easy to come to these conclusions it requires a lot of effort and a lot of self-inquiry and self-reflection and Mm -hmm. a lot of intellectual honesty with yourself but when you come full circle and you come to understand these things for yourself it is really simple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Us humans, we just completely overcomplicate things by way overthinking. Yeah. You know, and what we've come to observe again is that anything that is true, anything that is real, anything that is fulfilling and substantial will actually come very simple. Like it will come to you so easy and then you know. Almost effortlessly. Yeah, exactly. Seemingly effortlessly. Yeah. Yeah. People will just be trying so hard to accomplish something, maybe within a business, maybe it's a new project that they're working on and it just, they will hit wall after wall problem after problem and then they realize you know what it's not even what i'm really passionate about why am i actually working so hard on this and everything is going wrong (laughs) and when they really fine-tune what it is that they want and they they see it clearly it just happens to manifest in their reality and it's like oh my god this is a thing that i've been seeking for and look how easy it came to me, you know, but you just, it's what, how are you approaching things? What is it that you want? And are you coming from a space of truth, beauty, and love? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Understanding our approach to personal development is understanding our approach to everything because we're always yeah, developing definitely. ourselves. We're always growing. We're always evolving as individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It doesn't end. You shouldn't want it to end. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. that's life in essence. It is. As long as we keep going, we keep living. Mm-hmm. And with that, the article continues with the subheading, the transformative power of personal growth. Personal growth is a transformative journey that goes beyond superficial change. 
It involves deep introspection, self-discovery, and the cultivation of positive habits and mindset. Through personal growth, we develop resilience, emotional intelligence, self-confidence, and a growth mindset. These qualities enable us to embrace change, adapt to new circumstances, and overcome obstacles with grace and determination. As we continue to grow, we manifest our true potential and create a life that aligns with our authentic self, with our authentic selves. Tripped over my tongue there. <laughs> <laughs> Personal development is not a quick fix or a one-size-fits-all solution. It is a continuous and intentional journey of self-discovery, learning, and growth. By consciously aligning our subconscious intentions with truth, beauty, and love, we empower ourselves to flourish and fulfill our potential. Embracing personal growth allows us to vibrate at a higher frequency, attracting opportunities and experiences that reflect our inner transformation. So let personal development be a catalyst for positive change in your life, opening doors to new possibilities and a more fulfilling existence. And that's what you've got to ask yourself at the end of the day, is the way that I'm going about improving myself, reflecting that in the world, in my life, are the results that I'm attracting, that I'm making manifest, a result of the work that I'm doing internally. Mm -hmm. If not, we need to take a step back and take stock of how we're doing things. We've got to set aside the time and the space to be able to reflect on all of that. Instead of just going through the routine, instead of just going through the motions of our daily life just to get to the next drum circle <laughs> or mm -hmm. our next meditation session as an escape from reality, confusing that with true personal growth and development. Mm -hmm. Because the latter is what will bring us what we're looking for. Exactly. And you want to become your most authentic self. That is what will give you true peace and fulfillment in life. And you will just, you will be such a content person. And like we say at the beginning, you know, with the law of attraction, like attracts like. And so that energy that you begin to, that energy that begins to pour out of you as a result of that personal development is, is just going to be evident in everything that is around you. It, it just is. You know, I remember before I moved into this home um, a little over a year ago now, I had no idea where I would move. The last house I was in, my landlord wanted to sell the home and I had to find a new house to move into. And it was the first time moving into a home where only my name would be on the lease because up until the previous house, I was still co-living with my ex. And so being a single mother to two children, only being fresh into business, so I didn't have, you know, a backlog of history showing income from work it was quite difficult to find a home and 
I remember seeing so many houses and I believe at the same time there were just there were so many people looking for homes I don't know what happened last year but the real estate was going crazy <laughs> and I saw so many homes that I loved and yet I wasn't approved for and I just remembered that no Sam keep faith that something better is coming because I knew that the work I had done internally is going to begin making its making itself manifest in my external world as well. And so I knew that I wasn't just going to go into a home that I didn't love, into a home that I wasn't excited to move into. And as hard as it was, I had eight weeks to move and I, could, I didn't find a house for six weeks. It was getting pretty close to that time to move and I started freaking out a little bit. <laughs> but Alexander, you help keep me grounded and remember that truth, that have faith that something better is coming. And surely enough, the last house that I saw, the one that I am in now, was my most favorite house of all the houses that I had seen. <laughs> I have no neighbors across the road. I live on a beautiful, quiet street. There is walking paths and there is a creek and there is parks all around it. It is just, it is gorgeous. This home is so amazing. And I, had I given into that doubt and that fear of, oh my God, we're going to be homeless. I don't know where we would have ended up. I, I, don't even like contemplate that reality because it's not a reality. But what would have happened had I, you know, caved into that fear? I had my mum saying, oh, Sam, well, you know, why don't you put your stuff into storage and you can come and live in the caravan until you find a place. And I'm just like, no way. <laughs> I am not doing that. I refuse to live that way because it is not the way that I want to live. And I'm going to keep faith and know that what it is that I want is coming. And it did. It, it, it was a quick move, but it happened. And it all happened so perfectly. But I, you know, I didn't give up on knowing what it was that I truly wanted. And this home j just has everything that I could have asked for and more. <laughs> and so that's and the thing. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Continue. Go on. No, just... Don't give up on what you truly want because there may be limiting beliefs telling you that you can't have that or you may have people around you that further enforce those doubts, right? It's, it's being very cautious of all the little whispers that are coming to you from all around and being able to block off a lot of that noise when you need to and just go within to find your voice, your true voice, because it's there. <laughs> you just got to find it. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> what were you going to say, my love? That, ladies and gentlemen, is a masterclass in your personal development paying off when your approach mm -hmm. to it is genuine. When you make the sincere effort to up level your subconscious mind, you start reorienting your spirit to focus on all the ways life can and will work out for you. Mm -hmm. When Samantha remembered that fundamental trust in herself and her ability to 
manifests the reality that she is truly worthy of, it appeared before her eyes effortlessly. Most people resort to panic and fear and scam others, do others harm to ensure their survival. When your subconscious mind is oriented in the direction of your spirit at its highest, the impossible unfolds for you as a result. The unexplainable occurs Mm -hmm. for you before your very eyes. And that is a universal truth and observation that will never fail. Things just work out for you. Shit just works out for you. And you can't explain it to anybody. That is something that is personal to you, but it is your relationship with the universe, the frequencies that is always emitting and the way you communicate with it. The way that you move through life will allow for these kinds of circumstances to happen for you. And that is why understanding our approach to personal development is so important because it can literally transform your life as it should. That should be the end result. And we continue to see that manifest for us in in ways like this. (laughs) Such incredible things take place. And it ultimately comes down to how genuine we are as people. And before I introduce the topic of conversation for our next episode, if you'd like to read the FAQs and really take in the article another time, feel free to read our article and other articles similar to this one that we've read today on our Medium profile. We've got plenty of articles for you to enjoy reading at your leisure. And like I was saying, All of this comes down to how genuine we are as individuals. And that's why the topic of conversation for our next episode will be navigating the world of unintentional disingenuity, a deep dive into the psychology of sincerity and authenticity. Are we as genuine as we think we are? And this is good for self-reflection, self-inquiry, self-discovery, as well as really understanding the roadmap for human interaction that we have at our disposal to engage with other people in a meaningful way, to really weed out the wheat from the chaff, to see who's genuine and who isn't. And that's really powerful. We're going to save ourselves a lot of time, a lot of energy, and we'll invite others, inspire others to be more genuine themselves, to let go of the fears that they hold on to that keep them from being as genuine as they could be, to keep them from being two-faced and do things in a way that's not 100%. Because we see that all the time, even with our close friends at times. You know, they, they fear to truly be themselves with us because we bring that out in them, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to dive into and more in our next episode. We appreciate you joining us. And until next time, may you embody the way of TBL today in your own way.